0: This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation.
1: We keep it moving, yeah,
2: Hola, bienvenidos, buongiorno. Welcome to an all-new episode of the Low Life Podcast. I'm your flaming hot and spicy hot mess of a host, Lo van Rumpf. God, I'm so happy to be here with you. No place I'd rather be than here with my low lifers. This is my safe place, the place where I can just wave my freak flag and just <laughs> let it all hang out. Absolutely love this community we've built together. And again, I'm just very happy to be here. It's always a highlight of my week. And I hope you're having a wonderful week so far. And if you're not having a good week, you're feeling stressed, kind of shitty, things aren't working out for you. Don't worry, boo-boo. We're about to turn that frown upside down. Got a great episode in store for you today. All right, nobody asked, but mental health wise, I'm going to rate myself one to ten. A solid eight point four out of ten this week. Yep, pretty damn good. Uh, that's a strong what eighty five percent. Let's say B plus. Yeah, things are looking good this week. And as you guys know, it's a constant roller coaster ride of ups and downs. But uh, I'm enjoying the definite up this week. Just came back from Nashville. And I was sad to leave. I didn't want to leave Caitlin and Jason. I love hanging out with my little pod. And then it just worked out perfectly that Dancing with the Stars asked the little Canadian Maple Delight, the reigning champion of Dancing with the Stars, uh, to come back and perform to Janet Jackson, which was freaking incredible. So like a few days after I left Nashville, they were back here in L.A. And I got to hang with them, which was So nice. I loved it, especially because they're here in LA. They were staying at the super bougie hotel. They put Caitlin up at the uh, Beverly Wilshire hotel, which is one of my favorite spots. I love having drinks at the bar. They have a piano. It's just like, Ooh, so classy. I love it. I felt like Julia Roberts just sitting there. Jason was Richard Gere. And I say that because that's the hotel they filmed Pretty Woman at, starring Julia Roberts and uh, Richard Gere. Oh, and I love that movie. A good prostitute to princess come up story. Come on now. So good. It was so nice having Caitlin and Jason here. We had a great dinner, had some drinks, had a little edible, and just laughed our asses off and enjoyed time here in LA. But it's crazy. Full circle moment because that exact time last year, we were in the Sky Cage. Uh, miserable. No, (laughs) No. we weren't miserable. But you know, it was a lot. It's a lot to be locked up in that little sky cage for months. Um, And you know, she won, which was very exciting. But even the night she won, we couldn't celebrate outside of those four walls. um, Because yeah, it was still, you know, COVID and everything was pretty much shut down. Um, So I felt like we got to really celebrate her win from last year and celebrate her incredible performance. So it was all very full circle and perfect, perfect little uh, LA trip. And they just went back to Nashville and I'm actually going to be back in Nashville uh, end of November. So I'll be there again because I'm doing uh, off the vine. She has a tour and I'm doing the Nashville show. So if you're in Nashville, Tennessee, come out to the off the vine show. I believe it's December 5th, but I'm going to be her guest for that, which is going to be so much fun. I can't freaking wait. I need a cute pair of boots and a killer little outfit to wear. I really want to show up for my Queens in Nashville. All right, so let's get into today's episode. We're talking about human design. Are you familiar with human design? Have you ever heard about this concept of the study of human design? Yeah, me either. (laughs) I I knew nothing about it, Uh, but I was interested in it only because it's been coming up, peppered in throughout my life. The last few months, I've been hearing about this concept. So it's a spiritual, holistic pseudoscience, if you will. Uh, And there's two people in particular, friends that I have. Uh, these friends, they don't even know each other. Uh, they're both very successful entrepreneurs. They've built incredible empires for themselves. Uh, and they both left their line of work that they were doing before to pursue their dreams. And they were successful at it. And it wasn't easy. you know. But I was asking them, what's the secret sauce? You know, What really did it for them? What was the catalyst that got them to the place they're at now? And both of them said they attribute pretty much all their success to this study of human design. its It's helped them tremendously in their life. And I was like, what, what the is that? And so (laughs) I started to learn a little bit about it. And then casually I've heard different people talk about it and say they're very into it, or they're starting to read books on it. And so, you know, me just being a curious one, I, I figured, why don't I do a little bit of a deep dive into it? Let's dip our toes in the human design waters, if you will. So that's what we're doing today. And when it comes to this podcast, people always ask me like, what do you talk about low on your podcast? New listeners or people who have never heard it before. That's the first thing out the gate is what do you discuss? Is it a pop culture podcast? You spill in tea? Is it only fashion? Is it true crime? I never knew really how to answer that because this podcast really is a mixed bag of tricks and we discuss pretty much everything. So I never know what the hell to say to that. But now I have a response, boom, locked and loaded in the chamber. And now what I say is this podcast that we have, it's a little appetizer platter, tapas, if you will. You're going to taste a little bit of everything and all you can eat buffet of life. And so we dive into pretty much everything and anything I'm curious about. Kind of taking a note out of the Gwyneth Paltrow playbook, because that's basically what she does with Goop. Everything that she's interested in, she does a deep dive into, and she shares it with her listeners and her followers and stuff like that. I think the stuff that Goop has, you know, on the website and her podcast it's a little bit more on the bougie side, which I definitely love some bougie shit in my life, but I know like some products that she recommends or things that she does are like crazy expensive. It's definitely for a specific demographic of people who can afford it. And I'm like, shit, that's just out of my tax bracket. Gwyneth, you know, <laughs> like um, I can't afford to go to your energy healer Her energy healer. I looked him up and he charges like $750 for like 30 minutes. And there's a wait list that goes until February. Like it's nuts. So I guess what we're doing here at the low life is similar to goop. It's just more of like an affordable version, Uh, more like poop. (laughs) We're doing poop over here. We're exploring things that I'm curious about. And actually Gwyneth Paltrow did a deep dive into human design, of course, but it was an interesting podcast episode. I listened to hers. Um, There's been several and I ended up getting in touch with two best friends, Shayna and Dana. So they've been friends for well over a decade. And they had a very similar story to my friends in the way they chose to leave their careers because they didn't feel like they were being fulfilled in any way. They were being drained. And because of human design, they decided to completely switch up their path in life, their career path. Uh, And it's led them to a very successful company. And now that's what they do. They're the human design experts, they have a whole program, they have a podcast about it and classes, and they do readings on people. And from what I've learned, it's all pretty much based on your birth chart. That's the most important thing. Uh, The time, place, uh, location, uh, and specific time, like 1158, you know, AM or whatever. That's how they're able to analyze and assess your human design birth chart. And yeah, you could learn some interesting shit about yourself, which they did for me. And I was like, oh, that's on the money. Yeah, that makes complete sense. It was interesting. And that's the thing with this show, The Low Life Podcast. I want to be able to explore things I'm curious about, share some exciting people that have impacted my life. Hopefully they can impact your life. And I look at it like life is just too damn short. You know, and it's hard enough as it is already. There's a lot of darkness out there. My God. So if this podcast can be an escape for you, it can bring some light in those darkness moments. Like that's everything to me. Just putting good energy out into the world because life is just too damn short to take yourself too serious and not explore every option that life has to offer. So that's what I like to do here. And Shana and Dana were down for me to ask all the questions I had on human design. This is a good like, introductory type episode for those of you who have never even heard about it. Um, and that's the boat I was in. They're very sweet girls. I love talking to them. The thing is with this podcast, this little shit show, (laughs) I was recording it. So how this works is, you know, we weren't in person. We did it over Zoom. So we had the Zoom being recorded, but I'll also have my microphone equipment, my podcast equipment set up, and my vocals are recorded separately. So then they take the Zoom vocals, and then they take my podcast equipment vocals. Basically, they put them together. My editor does that, and then we're able to produce an episode for you. That's the way things are going right now during covid times. Of course, meeting in person, that's always preferred because then you don't have to deal with like a Zoom meeting, Zoom audio, like, you know, um, in person is always better. And I bring this up because 30 minutes into the episode, uh, my podcast equipment, like I guess the batteries died or some of my SIM card was filled. Something happened where my microphone wasn't recording my audio. I still have the audio with the Zoom meeting. So you're going to hear a little bit of a change up in audio. I'm just a perfectionist and I want the best optimal quality for my low lifers. I want the best of the best show for you guys. So 30 minutes you'll hear into it, you'll hear a little change of like, oh, sounds like Lowe's like kind of on speakerphone now, um, but that's why. So just to giving you a heads up, my listeners, I always want to be full transparency over here on this little hot mess express. But it's a great conversation. I learned a little bit about myself, learned a lot about human design, and definitely want to do a full reading with them again because I loved their energy. And I also look at it like a great way to get perspective on this journey of life that we're all on. So without further ado, let's jump into the conversation with Shana and Dana, exploring the world of human design. Hit it. Welcome to the Low Life Podcast, Shayna and Dana, two queens that are about to teach us about human design. Welcome, guys.
3: Thank you so much for having us.
2: Oh, I'm excited that you guys are here. So I didn't know much about human design, but I had one girlfriend who was super into it, uh, the study of it. And she was kind of telling me a little bit about it. And then I had another friend and he kind of like touched on it with me a bit. And what interested me is they took it very serious. They were so deep into it, um, but they were also both very successful in their careers. So right away when I knew I was like, okay, these people who are making a lot of money and they love human design and it said uh, that they attribute human design and the study of it, um, and everything they've learned about it partly to their success and where they are in their lives. And now it's kind of, kept them kind of centered and I'm like, wait a minute. Is this an incredible like Nexium cult because okay I'm down I I'm not opposed to joining a cult moment but then they're like, no, no, it's not a cult. Um, and it's actually just a study. Like, don't worry. Like, it's not like a pyramid scheme or something. <laughs> um, but that's right where I, I'm like so deep diving into that world of cults. And I've done podcast episodes about it. So my mind usually goes right to, oh, my God, Scientology or uh, Nexium. But this is not that at all, um, which I'm sure you guys have heard that before. Like, people can, can confuse something like this with, like, Dianetics or, you know. For
0: sure. <laughs> Definitely. that's
2: so far off. Off base of what this is. But I was hoping that I could, I have you both here and you guys are incredible experts on this entire subject. But I thought for listeners out there who know nothing about it, I thought me being sort of one of them, I'd say on a scale of one to 10, one being what the f*** is this? 10 being I'm an expert and I'm right there with Shayna and Dana teaching about it. I'd fall, I'd say like a 2.5 on the scale. So... <laughs> I know a little bit, dip my toes in it. Can I give you what I think human design is? And then you guys can just rip me to shreds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. okay. So the study of human design is basically, from what my understanding is, there was a man who, uh, in the 80s, went into the wilderness. Maybe he took LSD. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. It was 1987, and drugs were, you know, running freely into the world. Um, but he went into this uh, wilderness meditational type state deep into, I think it was the desert. His name was Rob. Later changed his name to Ruru, I believe, or something like Rue. <laughs> And then he um, basically had this incredible transcending meditational experience. There was 14 or 15 minutes of it. Um, And it was like this crazy thing that happened in the world that just happened to coincide with when he was going into the wilderness and the planets and the sun. And it was like the number of atoms or these little, there's a special word. And I don't know the name of it because it was just defined in 1991, but I'm trying to remember what it is. But anyway. Neutrinos neutrinos. There was a ton of them, like more than anyone's ever seen or felt in literally like like, I don't know, 500 years. It was like crazy. Um, and then he was able to gather all of this information in his meditation. And that's kind of where the idea of, uh, of, of human design was born. But now it basically centers around again, you guys will completely correct me if I'm so wrong off base on this. Now it studies energy and these neutrinos and how you take that energy that you have, uh, based on your birth chart and you can manifest this energy into the way you live, your career, your relationships. And and under this study, basically, it's kind of like, I'd say like a more scientific approach to horoscopes. It has a little bit of science mixed in with it, which that's why I love learning about it. Um, But you can take that approach, the science mixed with horoscopes, and kind of navigate life in a way that benefits you and others. And yeah, that's where I'm at. So. Okay.
3: Oh my God, I love you. You hit some things key on, and then other things not so much. But it's you're you're <laughs> right in that that flow. So Ra Ruhu um, Ruru is now what we're going to call him from forever. But Ra Ruhu went to Ibiza and he went into an eight day meditation, and that's where he. Mm. Downloaded this information. I don't know if he was on LSD, but definitely could have been. And, you know, this is it's crazy because this science is so freaking spot on and helpful. And we've never met a single person that doesn't resonate with their chart. And every chart we've ever seen is so insanely different that it's like, how could some person channel this, you know, in an eight day meditation? And also, who goes into an eight day meditation? So, you know, it's kind of been channeled in this not very culturally accepted way. It's not like something that people have been studying for thousands and thousands of years. However, it does pull together right. modalities that have been studied and, um, practiced for thousands of years. So he went into this meditation and at this time, a supernova happened and basically oh. neutrinos, they call the breath of the stars. And it's this matter that goes through everything all the time. And Basically, Ra got this information from The Voice, which is what he channeled in this meditation, that neutrinos pass through everything all the time, and they pick up little bits of information, and then whatever they pass through, they leave little bits of information. And this was all speculation up until this point, and then in 1991, it was proven that neutrinos do pick up information and uh leave a little bit through whatever they're passing through at all times and they come off of our planets right they're passing through these massive planets in the universe and then passing through earth and you and so the information that they pick up through these massive planets is then left a little bit of an imprint on you when you're born the moment you're born and 88 days before mm. you're born when your soul forms in the womb when your consciousness forms in the womb so human design is pulling off of your birth time. So you look it up like you would look up a natal astrology chart or a horoscope and you put in your birth Got time it. and your, you know, date of birth and your location because it's pinpointing okay, what was going on in the cosmos? What neutrinos, what mm-hmm. planets were the neutrinos passing through at the moment you're born in 88 days before you're born. And from there it tells you how your energy operates, how you best experience success and less resistance, how you make decisions, what you know, kind of your life purpose is energetically and how you affect the people around you. So it's incredibly specific because we're all so incredibly unique and sure really liberating.
2: And and that's the cornerstone of it. Yeah. Like that knowing your birth date, time, year, location is basically once you have that, it kind of lays the groundwork for the rest of the the fundamentals of human design, right?
3: Yes, exactly. It's kind of like astrology on steroids. Like it's really (laughs) goes deep down into everything. So it's not going to say you're Scorpio, so this is you forever, right? It's saying you know, this is what your gifts are and this is what your life purpose is. And this is how you, you know, if you want to communicate these, this is where you're really gifted. If you want to, you know, stand out apart from other people in your field, this is what makes you really unique in that area. So it's so specific. It's crazy and mind blowing. And even to this day, after all the readings we've done, it's, we're still just in shock that it's so spot on and helpful.
2: Yeah. Oh, I bet. Okay. Oh, this is okay. Fascinating to me then. So I did my little birth chart, filled in the information. And yeah, well, now I have two experts that can help me understand what the hell is going into making this mess of a person. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to talk to you guys because I am a hot mess at times. But yeah, okay. I'm starting to get it. Cool. Horoscope, steroids. I love it. Uncle Ruru, show us the okay. way. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little bit more of your scalp? Has menopause impacted your hormones and your hairline? When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. I'm excited to have Nutrafol as a sponsor because I use it. I love it. I'm a big fan of this company. I've noticed a big difference in my skin, nails, hair. Even my sleep has improved since I started taking this. Now I have the queen taking it too, and it has been a game changer for her hair. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code LOWLIFE. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LOWLIFE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LOWLIFE. I'm all about leveling up with my low-lifers this year. As a fashion stylist, the first place I want to start, of course, is leveling up your closet. But I don't want you to break the bank. You don't got to spend a lot of money, honey. Design on a dime, boo. You can still elevate your closet on a budget. We want you to save some money here. So I'm happy to have Quince as a sponsor. They are here for us. They're going to take good care of us. At Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at affordable prices. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands oh, they're amazing. I bought these beautiful silk pillowcases for my bed. I got a cute jacket, a cozy cashmere cardigan, and navy blue joggers. I'm obsessed with these are staple pieces for my closet that will not go out of style and I was able to save some money by partnering directly with top factories. Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com/lowlife for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q u i n c e dot com/lowlife to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince dot com/lowlife. I love me a good edible moment. I talk about it all the time on this show. And so I was so excited that Via became a sponsor of the Low Life Podcast. Oh, this is a dream partnership because I love their edibles. They're so delicious. And they're coming on right in time for Valentine's Day. Viya has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. We're talking about pairing aphrodisiac herbs with a mild amount of THC. Their best-selling High Love gummy will awaken your senses, increases the blood flow, and intensifies any sexual experience, even if it's a solo experience. It's going to be amazing with this gummy the strawberry flavored one is my favorite. They're vegan, organic ingredients are used. They have zero THC products as well. So if you're not down for THC, that's okay, boo. Their CBD line is amazing too, which is really great for sleep, focus, and energy. Their products range from 2 milligrams to 50 milligrams of THC, so there's definitely something for everybody. My favorite part about this sponsor is that they ship to all 50 states legally with discreet packaging directly to your door. It makes it so easy breezy for you. No medical card required. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code LOWLIFE to receive 15% off plus one free sample of their Sleepy Dreams gummies. 21 and over. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code LOWLIFE at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from ViaHemp. Wait, when did you guys get into this? Like, what? What brought you guys to this point where you're like, I wanna start studying this?
0: Yeah, so Shane and I have been best friends for over a decade and we met in college and we were besties in college and we're roomies and you know, the whole thing. And then we graduated college, got a real job in the corporate world, did all the things that we were supposed to do, you know, took on our student loans, all the things. And at the age of 27, when you have your Saturn return, so this is an astrological transit that every person experiences, from twenty-seven to thirty, approximately, and it's this moment where anything that's not truly in alignment with your true soul's purpose comes to the surface, and you must kind of let it go; otherwise, you're going to experience chaos in your life. So, at that what?
2: point, what this at twenty-seven for everybody?
0: Yeah, <laughs> when twenty-seven to the thirty. It's this point where you know you start to ask yourself: the job that I've been doing, is it actually right for me? This person that I'm partnered up with, do I actually love them? The friends that I'm around, the place that I'm living, you know, you really start to check in and feel like is everything that I've been doing kind of mindlessly in my 20s actually right for me, or do I need to shed some Mm. of this stuff and let it go? So a lot of people at that age experience, you know, maybe they were married at 20 and now they're getting a divorce, or maybe they're having a kid and becoming a parent, or maybe they're moving to a new city, or maybe they're quitting their job and starting a new career. And so it's just this very important and impactful time where the Saturn energy in our life starts to ask us, like, are you really on track with what you came here to do? Or are you just kind of like messing around and you don't know what you're doing? So for everyone mm-hmm. at that point, you start to reflect and things start to become really clear. Like, does the things that I'm doing actually serve me? So for Shane and I, you know, we got these corporate jobs. We thought we were like kicking ass. And then we turned 27. We have this feeling of like, how come I'm exhausted? And how come I don't love my job? And how come I feel like I'm trying so hard and I still barely am making ends meet. And I'm like dreading going to my job. And I'm exhausted when I think about it. You know, I did everything right. I checked all the boxes. I did everything that society told me to do. I have this feeling like this is not it. So in that point, you know, we were doing different things at that time, working in different corporate jobs and remained best friends. And, you know, we would call each other and be like, what is this feeling and how can we start to like understand ourselves more? So we started going on the spiritual dive of reading books, you know, reading Eckhart Tolle, the power of now, really understanding ourselves in a deeper way and getting really into astrology. And from astrology, we ended up discovering human design. And the moment Mm, that we discovered human design, we found out that we were the same energy type. So there's five oh. main energy types in human design. And Shane and I are both projectors, which is one of the more rare of the types. And you, are our manifestor, which is also one of the more rare of the types.
2: Look at us, unicorns.
0: <laughs> yes. So yeah. when we found that out, you know, it was just this like, aha moment, like this light bulb in our life. This is why things aren't working for me. I followed every, you know, rule. I've checked every box and it wasn't working. And this is why it's because I have this energy that's not built to work a nine to five job. It's never going to be sustainable for me. I'm always going to feel exhausted if I continue to push myself to do this.
2: So are you like making your own hours is probably better for you then?
0: Yeah. So as a projector, which is the type that Shane and I are, you only create about three to four hours of energy to work on things a day. So when it comes to your, you only, (laughs) yeah, only three to four hours. So that is what a projector is (laughs) designed to do.
2: Hold on. You are like an infant. Hold on, three to four hours of work a day. I'm working 12 hour shifts. My ass is freaking grinding. Maybe I don't need to do that though. Hold up. To this day now, after you left that corporate job, I'm floored right now. Are you are you putting in three to four hours and then you're like, I'm good.
3: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which is crazy.
2: Wow. Those three. Wait, oh my God. This is is this part of that hour right now? Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Oh, I'm taking that energy time. Thank you guys for that. Because it's very, very valuable. And when you put it in that context.
3: Yeah, well, so it tells you, you know, how you're meant to use your energy, right? So for projectors, we're what's called non energy beings and same thing as a manifester um, and a reflector. So as a projector, you have like three to four hours of output. Now there's things that you can do that don't drain you that are just fascinating for you and that you could do all day long. Right. Um, And so getting really clear, okay, what are the things in my, you know, business or my job, whatever it is that you're doing drains me and I feel exhausted after. And what are the things that I could do all night? And a lot of times that's creative stuff. Right. But it's, really then starting to set that timer of, okay, I'm only going to do hard output for three to four hours and see if that actually brings me more success. And we decided, okay, for one month, we were still working our jobs at this point. We said, okay, for one month, we're going to try to live our design and see if we get fired or if, you know, this works for us or not. And we straight up set a timer and only did hard output for three to four hours a day. And it, our lives radically changed after that month of experimenting with our design. And it became really clear to us, okay, we're gonna quit our jobs and start our own business. And it that sounds like you know a lot of people have done that, but the way that our design led us there was we kind of, we got invited to this retreat and we were like working this retreat it was not about human design whatsoever. And on this retreat, yeah. all these people were asking us about human design, about their charts. They were placing orders for a product, our boxes, which we didn't even have yet. And we were like, holy shit, okay, we're starting this business, we're quitting our jobs. And it's just been using our human design every single day since that point. And we've proven to ourselves so much that genuinely when we work less, we make more money. I think our one of our yeah. most successful weeks was when we didn't work at all. We literally took the week off on a whim, just like we both decide that this is what our design is leading us to. So we're going to do it. And we made more money at that point than we had leading up, the, up to that. So it's just, it's an experiment, human design. And the more that you do it, the more you kind of blow yourself away. Like, wow, that was, that felt so right for me and good for me. And I gave myself permission to do it. And it really worked out for me. Yeah. It's incredible. But you, Lo, as a manifester, you're designed for five hours a day or five or yep or like us a burst (laughs) of energy so I want to work two weeks straight and then I want to take a week off or I want to work you know three days 12 hours each day and then I don't want to work for four days so you're designed for kind of more of that than consistently nine to five Monday through Friday that's going to really burn you dry
2: Yeah, actually, that makes sense because while I have my own business, I'm a full-time stylist, fashion stylist. So I work with clients and I'm usually based on their schedules. But luckily now, got 11 years into the game, um, I can kind of pick and choose which clients I want to work with. And I just had a, a assignment come up and they're like, we're going to need you. And it was like for 14 days in Atlanta, Georgia. And I said, absolutely. No, thank you. I'm going to pass on that opportunity. Um, just because the thought of having to grind it out for those 14 days, not be uh, home-based when I could make more money and, and deal with more clients here, it just didn't work it didn't make sense to do it financially or in any other way. But it's so true. I like to run hard. And then when I take my break, it's like, I don't even want my phone. I don't even want to make eye contact with humans at that point. I like to completely shut down. The manifestation station is done.
0: Exactly. So yeah.
2: And then when I'm on, um, I'm definitely back on. So I guess that does make sense. Well, and what what I get from what you were saying as a projector, right? That's what you guys yeah. are. Uh, it's more like the work you could work hard or you could work smart. You guys are working smart exactly. type of a mentality.
0: Yeah, exactly. And projectors in general are people who are here to guide. We are people who are here to teach and to see things in a different way and to tweak the way that people do things and to help people become more authentic and aligned. So our energy really is not here to do something or build something. It's our energy is here to see something in a different way and to be able to say what we see and to guide people. And you as a manifester, you do have this creative energy, but it's this like trailblazer, independent and freedom kind of energy. So as a manifester, you're designed to be someone who is a catalyst for new growth in the world. You're designed to be someone who is an innovator and you initiate people and you
2: inspire
0: people, you impact people to do something in a new way. That is what you're here to do. So you are not here as a manifester to build what the traditional society structure wants us to build. You are here to be like, F that I'm building my own thing. I'm creating my own thing. I'm changing the world and I'm doing it in a way where Mm. I have freedom and I have independence instead of having to answer to someone else's schedule.
3: Yeah. Well, and we're coming into like this time where we're kind of rewriting the rules and people like you or us or anyone that's just saying, you know, F that, it doesn't serve me. I'm going to do what I want when I want because it's who I am. I'm creating a new way of, of operating. That's really what the world is needing because it's time to kind of set down that conditioning of having to, you know, life is hard or, you know, work sucks for everyone. You get to have fun on the weekends and at night that kind right. of conditioning, It's like, going out the window as we move forward in in the years to come. That's kind of a big
0: theme in human design is like, we all have this way that we're designed to operate, right? So Shane and I are designed to only work three hours, three hours a day. That's all that we have, right? That's what our energy is designed to do. So if we operate in that way, things flow for us. We are aligned. We're more authentic. We're more magnetic. We're more abundant, but conditioning and society programs us to believe that that's not possible. And that the only way to be successful is to, you know, work 60 hours a week and to put in overtime and all of this stuff. And so if we try to conform to our programming or to our conditioning and we abandon our true nature, we abandon our design. We end up burning ourselves out. We end up, you know, creating Mm. disease in our body. We end up being exhausted and we end up decreasing our magnetism, decreasing our abundance. And so it's all about like, here's what conditioning teaches us to do, but here's what you are designed to do. And yeah. that's what your chart really shows you. It's like, you are designed to operate in this way, to use your energetic vehicle in this way. You're designed to give off these energies into the world, to give off this medicine to the world. You're designed to play this role and to live this life purpose. So it's really like the roadmap or like the, the, the operating manual of our energetic vehicle and how we're designed.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So with the five different energy types, um, I'm assuming that some energy types are more compatible with others.
3: So yes and no. Um, so of the five energy types, right, there's projectors, there's manifestors, there's generators, manifesting generators, and reflectors. And so those are Oh my are God, the... it sounds
2: like equipment.
3: <laughs> like totally.
2: equipment for some sort of like electronic thing to watch some a movie in school or something, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that, but that has nothing That's
3: to do funny. with it. <laughs> um, no, I mean it, it is your energetic vehicle. You can think of your body like a car, right? And so wow. human design oh. is saying, okay, here's the manual to your specific car. You've been trying to run on diesel and you're a hybrid. Like this is how you actually this is mm. how you put fuel in the car, this is how you drive your car versus just trying to be on the road with a blindfold on and act like you know where you're going, right? So generators and manifesting generators, they produce their own energy. So when they are doing something that they love and they are in it and they are present, they kind of create this energy that feeds everyone else around them. So mangens are, and generators are here to build things in the world, um, whether that's their own business or you know working on somebody else's business. However, they're not here to, nobody is here to put your head down and do what somebody else tells you to do just because they said to do it and slave away and work. Nobody is here to be the worker, being, right. right? Everybody is here to be their own authority. And human design really teaches you, this is how you become that authority in your life. This is how you make decisions and know if they're correct for you versus this is what other people are telling you to do. Because I think a lot of the reason why we have you know, we follow our conditioning or societal rules is because we don't know any any different. We don't know how to make a decision that like, is this decision mine? Or is it because this is what I've been taught to believe and taught to do, right? Same thing right. when you brought up religion, like you questioned everything, but a lot of people in religious environments are just like, I don't know if that's something I should do or not do. So I'm just gonna go with somebody that seems like they know more than me. And human design is giving you the tools to be like, no one knows more than you. Here's how you make a decision. Some people it's based (laughs) off of their gut. Like what's that first gut thing? Some people, it's give yourself time and write out your emotions. Cause if you're in an emotional high or low, it's gonna color your truth and really feel like what's gonna make me happy when I'm in a neutral place. Some people are meant to talk it out, like myself. I have to literally talk to hear my truth. Cause my thoughts are like this mumbo jumbo. And when I speak, it makes mm. it linear for me to actually understand, Oh, this is what I'm wanting to do. So there's these eight different ways to make decisions. And so that's where it gets like even more fine-tuned. We have the five types, we have the eight authorities, then it gets into your personality and your gifts and how, what your life purpose is. So it's really crazy and like kind of a lot to take on, but just knowing. Sure. This is how you drive your car that's the main thing human design
2: offers. Yeah, knowing what gas and what ma- you make and model you are.
3: Yeah. I think that absolutely. is
2: the first step. Oh my god, I wonder what car I would be. I'd say like I'm a gas guzzler. I'd say I'm, like, probably not that great for the environment. <laughs> I'm the worst. No, uh, I want to say, like, I'm a Prius, but, like, realistically, I'm probably, like, a gas-guzzling freaking Chevy. But I'm, <laughs> I'm figuring out the way I'm wired, uh, and it's been an interesting process. And that's why I'm really happy to have you guys on because, well, I just turned 32, and I'm in this place in my life right now where— um, I'm just I'm kind of exploring different facets of my personality and the way that I take and the way I'm wired. So things like anagrams or exploring spirituality um, and knowing uh, energy and that sort of thing. And everything has energy. I love it. And I actually really believe in it. And the thing is, speaking on energy, I'm so curious to know what you guys think about the whole world of crystals and if that plays a part in human design. I've been gifted crystals. I think they're beautiful. They're quite expensive. Uh, Mm -hmm. But the thing is, I like to have them in my home, and all of them do different things, according to people who really study and love it. Um, I'm Again, just like Pinky and right now, uh, learning about them. But how do you guys feel about crystals for listeners out there who buy them or wonder about what the hell they do? You guys can maybe shed some light on it. I'll leave the floor to you on that.
3: Totally. Well, crystals and human design don't have a direct correlation, but everything is energy, right? And human design really teaches that, um, science really teaches that, that you know everything is energy even the table in front of you you know the walls of your house um so crystals have an energetic signature as well and everything is different it's why you're able to see that this is a purple crystal and that's a pink crystal right um so the energetic frequency that a specific crystal gives off can help your energetic frequencies in specific ways. So if you're needing, if you're feeling like, Oh, I need help with grounding, then the energetic frequency of something that's a really earthy stone, like Jasper might help you to ground more. So, I mean, Dana, is there anything else that you would chime in on the crystal topic?
0: Yeah. So we actually love working with crystals because we think it can be so supportive in a physical sense. And here's something about human design is we're understanding these kind of energetic, cerebral, heady concepts, right? But how do we apply it to our life? How do we bring it to this physical world, to our job, to our money, to our bedroom? Like how do we ground these things in so that we actually change our life? So we really love crystals for that because it is a physical presence that is giving you this subtle energy, but it's something that you can connect with, with your physical senses. So it helps kind of remind you that there is this energetic support all around and you get to kind of see proof of it in a physical way. That's very inspiring and beautiful to look at and to touch and to hold. So crystals are something that we work with in our business. We actually have a ritual kit that you can get for yourself. And it comes with a booklet that describes everything about your energy and how to apply it. And it comes with different crystals and essential oils that, can help you integrate your design. Um, So we think the Mm -hmm. main thing that you can think of with the crystal is that it can give you this external support and an energetic thing that you're really needing. You can almost think of it like medicine. You know, I'm needing to be calm. Let me get that support from this crystal. I'm wanting to be energized and focused. Let me get the support from that crystal.
1: is your new year's resolution to find time-saving solutions so you can spend less time doing things like grocery shopping and more time with your little one as a busy parent i'm always looking for products and brands that will make my life easier what is one change that's easy to make that will make your life easier in 2024 little spoon little spoon delivers fresh healthy meals and snacks that your kiddo will love for every eating stage little spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, toddler, and big kid, delivered right to your door. Their goal is to make keeping your kid healthy feel like the easiest part of your day so that you can cut through all the drama of mealtime. Time-saving and convenient without compromise. Little Spoon delivers baby blends, biteables, plates, smoothies, snacks, and lunchers. Kids love it, and you will too. It's all so fresh, so delicious, and made with the cleanest, high-quality ingredients. Did I mention it all comes right to my door? So flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. I pick the menu and change it up what I order every time. The price is right, the quality is unmatched. I love it, my kids love it, the grandparents love it, and I know all you low-lifers will love it too. A huge win-win-win for my family, and it can also be for yours. Simplify your kiddo's mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash lowlife and enter our code lowlife at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order.
2: I recently lost my pug, Dookie, and I had him for 14 years. I was a mess. Oh, Oh, still am sort of a mess, to be quite honest. But one of my uh, girlfriends, she's so sweet. And she's actually the mother of Doug the Pug, the celebrity pug who is known and loved all over the world. And he was a good friend to Dookie. Um, so it was so sweet because she sent me this, this onyx black onyx heart. And I was like, what mm-hmm. is this going to do? Is this some sort of voodoo situation? And she <laughs> said, no, it's not voodoo. I know I always go to a dark place. That's my first idea. It's like voodoo. <laughs> um, but she's like, it's supposed to absorb sadness and grief and you should hold that you can recharge it in the sun um but it it that specific stone is great for if you are in a a moment of despair or feeling lost or sadness it kind of you can put all of that energy she said into that specific uh stone which i don't know i've been actually i actually have it near my bed and it has helped i don't know if that's I don't know. It's hard for me to wrap my brain around it. You guys, I'm sure, run into that all the time, especially someone like me who's like, I question everything. Like, it's tough for me to kind of wrap my mind around the concept of a specific stone rock helping me with my grieving process. But I'm like, there's something to it, though, and there there has to be.
0: Yes. Yeah, and you know the thing about it is we are so used to things that are so loud and in our face, like a lot of yeah. stimulation, yeah. You know, a lot tangible. of sound and colors and all these things. And when we're talking about the energy coming from a stone. It's extremely subtle. So we override that, you know, we feel something intuitively, but we think, oh, it's just my imagination. And we ride off the subtle energy that we feel. But when you meet like a, a young child and you show them a crystal, it is so cool to see their openness right away. They embrace it. And they're like, I feel like this one gives me this feeling. And they're so much more playful and open. And they're not afraid of being wrong. So I right. think I, you know, I learn a lot from working with kids. But I do want to say that in your chart, you know, now we're getting into lots of little specific details. One of the biggest energies that you are here to share with the world is a healthy sense of skepticism. So I'm super uh, happy <laughs> here that you question things. You're meant to. Imagine if people were learning from you and you just took everything at face value and you didn't actually vet it and look into it and feel, is this truthful? Is this meaningful? Is this helpful for me? That's what you're constantly doing. You're saying, okay, someone introduces this to me. I'm open, but I want to ask myself does this feel meaningful to me? And if you feel like, yes, this Mm -hmm. is meaningful. There's something there. I don't know what it is. Then you're wanting to share that with people. I found this truth and I'm sharing it to you. So you're someone who's designed to weed out things that are BS and things that like everyone else might be taking at face value, but you're like, wait a minute, does it actually work? Why are we doing this? What is the deeper thing behind it? You're designed to ask those questions and then be a thought leader in your lifetime. So we love hearing
2: that you're doing that. Oh, wow. Interesting. Oh, I love I love this stuff. It's so interesting <laughs> to me, yeah, it fascinates me. And well, and I was going to say too when it when it comes to okay, if you want to just kind of have a, a a starter course in this, the, the best suggestion would be to, one, get that information, your birth date, time, uh, location, a specific time that you were born. If you don't know that, which some people don't, I guess you can kind of feel it out. Like, ask, you know, like my mom was like, I think it was like around like 10. And then I looked at my birth certificate. Thank God it was on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people don't have that exact mm-hmm. time. So I guess if it's around like I'm an afternoon baby, like does that help or does that really change the reading?
3: Yeah. So we recommend, you know, trying to get your exact time as much like Right. obviously. So birth certificate, ask your mom um, or call the hospital. Oh, and then if nothing has it, then it's like, okay, I'm around, you know, afternoon, then you can run your chart a few different times throughout the day and see yeah. if much changes. And if not great, but you know, your profile will for sure change depending on the times. Um, but you'll still at least know, okay, my energy types, the same, These specific, you know, my authority stayed the same, my gate stayed the same. So so it's but it's not going to be guaranteed right it's not going to be like okay yeah. this is you there might be some things that you hear that you're like yeah that that resonates but not that much so it's really ideal to have your exact birth time and then you can look it okay. up for free um we really like jovianarchive.com or mybodygraph.com and you can look up your chart there for free um you can also go to our website which is daylunalife.com but then it kind of you're going to see this chart that looks and crazy, and it's just. I got
2: no. I saw yeah. it, and I'm like, "What the chakra? Hindu? What the? What is yeah. this?" Yes. Yes. I didn't understand it at all. I had all these little codes telling me that my brain had mercury in it. What? <laughs> oh
1: my <laughs> gosh!
3: Yeah. So we didn't talk about this before, but Human Design combines a few modalities: so the Hindu chakra system, the Kabbalah tree of life, um, the I Ching, and Western astrology. So it combines all of these different aspects and when you see your chart, you're going to see this, this body drawing, and then all of these chakra system centers, and then numbers and lines, and some are red, and some are black, and some are stripey. And then on the top, you're going to see, you know, your type, authority, your profile, those are the main things that we recommend starting with is your type, authority, your strategy and your profile. Those are like the most important ones. And that's a really good foundation. So we've obviously created a bunch of different tools that help you to do that, whether it's tangible things like our boxes, like Dana mentioned um, video courses, if you just want to get the information right now, we also have our podcast, which goes into all of them. So we created a bunch of different things just because we know that it's so much information, but honestly, it's the thing that we've seen that, changes people's lives more than anything else. All the personality tests out there like Enneagram or Myers-Briggs, they're great. They help you to have some self-awareness and there is truth in all of them, right? They're kind of subtly connected. Oh but my we God, found... I just realized
2: I've been saying it wrong for years. It's Enneagram. I'm like, anagram. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? <laughs>
3: You're close yeah, enough. yeah, you're close. You can you could claim like an accent thing on that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like,
3: oh, I, I say learned words that I wrong
2: all the time. Wait, do you guys know um, the singer? I'm not going to say it because I want um, it's I M O G E N H E E P.
0: Yes, Imogen Heap. <laughs> okay. yeah.
2: Even when you spelled that, I was Heap. like,
0: "Who?"
2: I'm yep. obsessed. I love. I love it was emotion. it's image, <laughs> but Imagine. I've been calling your emoji for years. Um, anyway, I butcher words all the time. That's one of them. Thank you for correcting me. And like now, I love it. Yeah, I it's get it. It's very
3: endearing. <laughs> yeah, anagram. Your your anagram yeah. test. So those all have like some truth in it and they're so helpful because it just helps to hold up a little bit of a mirror, right? Of who am I? Mm. What am I here to do? Why why am I the way I am, right? And human design we found is just, it goes so much deeper and it's the biggest Mm -hmm. permission slip. It genuinely is this giant mirror that validates everything you've ever felt that you thought, is that? No, maybe it's not. Or... Is this something I should be trying to force myself to be? Because it feels off, but everybody else is doing it. It really just validates, this is who you are. This is what you're good at. It's okay. Here's a giant permission slip for us to not work nine to five jobs. Like That was the biggest blow for me personally. Um, And it just liberates you from all of the like questions of who am I? What am I here to do? What's my purpose? Where do I fit in this world? It tells you, and then you have a game plan of like, okay, now you can do A, B, C, and D next. And, and it's I do want to add in
0: here a huge difference between human design and something like the Enneagram is that with Enneagram, you go on and you take a test and you answer these questions and it's self-assessed, right? It's like, how do you yeah. feel you are in a group setting? How do you feel you are when you're working on a project? So that tells you about how you see yourself in this moment But if you are conditioned and programmed to believe that you should think these things, it's going to kind of color your truth. Whereas human design, this information, in our opinion, is truly sacred. This is the design that your soul chose before you incarnated into this lifetime. And you have this human design, right? So, as a human in this lifetime, your soul chose every single thing about your life, including your parents, including the way your physical body looked, including all of your gifts, including your personality, including the place that you grew up. Your soul chooses all of these things. And in life, you know, we are conditioned and we're taught to abandon those things, but human design is the roadmap back home to your soul's blueprint. So this is like a whole deeper and higher level. And for us, we've seen this give people such drastic results because it just blows all of that self-doubt and confusion and programming yeah. out of the water in a quantum leap. So you mm-hmm. can get results in a much faster, you know, time frame than you were if you're just using things that help you self-reflect.
2: Yeah, It's kind of like when you find out you have a learning disability and you haven't been getting the help you need. Like, for example, I'm a terrible test taker, but I know I was very smart in school and I excelled in all my classes and then I would fail a test I'm like, why am I failing this? I'm like leaving the class, but no, I get a B on a test. And it's just, I had severe test anxiety. I did not like a time situation. So then I got extended time and I got to take it in a comfortable environment. You know, I got my little Starbucks by my side and it just put me (laughs) in a way better place. And I was eighth in those tests,
1: but I feel like
2: this is kind of similar in that way of like, Maybe you are struggling in some sort of way. You're like, why, why am I not doing well in a nine to five? Or why do exactly. I hate working in a cubicle? And the, you know, Sue's next door to me. It's freaking thriving in her cubicle. What's wrong with me? Totally. Maybe she needs to freaking human design her ass and she'll feel a little bit more comfortable knowing who she is.
3: Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. It's all about, I mean, and it tells you, you know. Some pretty profound shit, like what your fears are and what your subconscious traits are. Though knowing those, oh my god, it's like oh I didn't even know this about myself. But yeah, that is true, and that's actually why I've always dated the same person, type of person, over and over and over again, or why I have these experiences that are really traumatic, and they seem to always come back to me and are this shocking thing in my life. This helps you to know like oh you're attracting this subconsciously because you're identifying with these fears which is totally natural for you to have but here's how you transcend those fears and turn them into really powerful sources of intuition for you so it's freaking crazy like at this point we met with yeah. <laughs> a thousand people like we've done over a thousand readings and we have it's been like the biggest case study of our life of being able to see holy shit this it's it's so spot on it's freaking, nuts
2: wow okay so just wanted to end it with a round of rapid fire questions so you guys could both answer i guess Shayna will go with you first and then dana your uh quick answer so here we go rapid fire questions with shana and dana cottage on the beach or cabin in the woods
0: cottage on the beach Definitely oh. cottage on the beach in this moment.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm saying love it. All right, we're gonna go with your celebrity crush first, a male and then female celebrity crush.
3: Oh, I got these queued up. Okay, <laughs> Trevor Noah by far, he's so smart, intelligent, love him, and then he's a genius. And then Gal Gadot because she's a
1: mm. f-
0: babe, obviously. <laughs> yeah, great yes. answer. Mine is Will Smith. And Jada Pinkett Smith together. Oh. <laughs> I love them. I love them, love them so much. They both got swag for days and are secretly a spiritual. They at.
2: Oh, they are. Yeah, that's true. I do. I love both of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: if your belly button had a magical power, any power, when you press your belly button, what would you make your belly button do?
3: Oh my gosh, transport meat. Anywhere I want in the world, AKA teleportation, obviously.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <that's the best. laughs> I you think that trumps yours. Like,
3: <laughs> I'm really tucked into my belly button. I just thought
2: about this. <laughs> like, she's over here manifesting a little teleport moment. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And mine isn't exactly the same. Like, mine would be to travel anywhere, especially in, in the timeline, you know, to be able to go back in time, forward in time
2: travel oh, through time and time travel too
0: time and <laughs> space so any Shit. any type of quantum travel that's that's really
3: really great <laughs>
2: yeah what is your go-to cheat meal uh let's go with like final meal on death row what are you going to choose you can get anything you want
3: <laughs> oh lobster if it's my final meal on earth lobster but like cheat meal i would say mcdonald's rice so good
2: mm, great oh I, I love that you okay definitely a different a cheat meal and a last meal very different category <laughs> yeah so we'll go <laughs> i'll go with your cheat meal you're like i'm gonna go i'm not gonna go with freaking fries if i'm on death <laughs> um do that goddamn surfing term okay fair enough and then so fries for you shana what would your go-to cheat meal be dana
0: Mine is so basic. I'm a little ashamed, but macaroni and cheese because it's just so cheesy, oh. delicious, good. It like fills my soul with delight. Definitely mac and cheese.
2: Are we talking like craft mac and cheese, or are we going specialty here? Like a, i was talking restaurant.
0: specialty with like beautiful <laughs> cheeses, but That's I would cool. not be mad at some craft mac and cheese. Actually, I could get down <laughs> with it. I <laughs> like, it, but Trader Joe's mac and cheese. Oh, is Trader
3: the Joe's mac and
2: so good. The best. Yeah. So good.
3: The Hatch uh, Chili one. Uh, so
2: good. Oh my God. So underrated. And yeah, it's delicious. I'm glad you guys said that. Shayna, when are you most inspired? Ooh,
3: in the morning, but not early morning, like 11 a.m.
0: For me, uh I am the most inspired when I am alone in nature. I'm a big nature person and I live in natural places. So I like to like go swimming in the lake and like walk in the trees. And I just get so mm. many downloads and inspiration about life in those moments.
2: Mm. Oh, yes. Uh, what is a movie that you've watched over and over that is a mood changer for you? Maybe one you've watched more than once. You could even quote it. You love it so much, but I'm not going to ask you to quote it. But just hit me with that movie.
3: Moana. I am Moana. That's a quote from the movie. And of course, Moana is so <laughs> spiritual and it's bang on.
0: Like, oh yeah. I'm
3: obsessed.
0: Dana? Shana keeps stealing yeah. my answers because we've been best friends for like 15 years. So we operate as one <laughs> brain. And mine is Moana. Like if I'm trying to be like inspired, like I am a goddess and I can talk to like the Tahiti like island and like be like, you know, a warrior on the sea, it's Moana. Yeah. So
2: uh we're
0: we're
2: the same i get it all right what is your top love language if you're familiar with them have you heard of love Mm -hmm. languages before so we have acts of service physical touch words of affirmation gifts and quality time um your top one shana and then yours dana
3: so words of affirmation for me i just need them but don't get them enough for sure Yeah. yeah And mine is actually
0: acts of service, which I feel like is a less common one that you hear. But since I'm a projector, I have a limited amount of energy. So when my husband does some hard shit for me, I feel so supported. Like I better be his queen Mm. and he is serving me. And I really (laughs) love it.
2: (laughs) He is serving his royal highness. What is the uh, last show you binge watched?
0: Dana, you can go. I I just watched The Serpent have you seen it on netflix Ooh, no it's about this the true story of a serial killer in thailand in the 70s and all these hippies travel in thailand and then he oh like my God,
2: I'm so excited it's it.
0: so freaking good especially because i've traveled a lot in southeast asia um but it's cool because yeah. it's like 70s vibe and their beautiful cool 70s swag but like a super thriller kind of story yeah
3: and I oh, mine came it. to me I just we just watched all the Marvel movies in chronological order so that's not <laughs> like a TV show but there's like freaking 27 movies or something which yeah. is insane so we just watched them all from like timeline order and that took us like three weeks
2: wow. <laughs> and you are are you a Marvel fan now are you obsessed
3: Oh, yeah. I've always been a Marvel fan, but it's just, okay. you know, I watched them as they came out. So watching them all yeah. again, <laughs> <felt>
2: <laughs> yes. great. Bring it back to the top. Okay. Um, what's something that people commonly get wrong about you?
0: Okay. People always ask me when they meet me, were you a cheerleader in high school? Because you're so like, you know, enthusiastic and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, because my high school didn't even have cheerleaders. And that's just oh. not but people ask me that a lot or they'll be they'll think I'm like really sweet like American pie kind of girl but like secretly <laughs> they don't know that I'm actually like a real weirdo. <laughs>
2: you're like I'm a total bitch. I'm like, "What? No." "But sure. You're so sweet." No. "Oh, but I get it. I get that like the cheerleader thing just cuz like beautiful girl who has like a fun personality. It's like, "Oh, prom queen cheerleader." Mm-hmm. But you're like, "Yeah." Not. I was really a
0: lone wolf, like weirdo in in high school. So like, oh really? I wouldn't it's have It's kind of a compliment, you. I think. You know, but yeah, yeah. What
3: would you say mine is, Dana? I feel like you're going to answer okay. these questions for me. So
0: I want to say for Shayna that she's kind of short, you know, and petite. So when people first meet her, they think like, oh, she's just this like sweet, you know, girl. But Shayna is a boss bitch, CEO, <laughs> fire dragon <laughs> spirit coming from within. So you could easily kind of like underestimate her just because she's so petite in stature but she has this really big massive life-changing fire within her
2: oh i love that oh that's such a good one all right let's say when you die and you come back to this world and let's say you guys believe in reincarnation what Mm -hmm. animal or whatever you can pick an insect if you want um, but what would you choose to come back to the world as And it has to be you know something living of course although we do believe everything has energy and lives we're going Mm -hmm. with an animal on this one though
0: okay dana go again mine is instantly dolphin I am a dolphin person because I believe that dolphins are sentient as are humans. And I actually believe that dolphins are more sentient than humans. So they're more connected to higher planes of consciousness. And I've done, you know, plant medicine ceremonies where I've just connected so much with the spirit of the dolphin. So dolphin, foe, show is my answer. Amazing. I mean,
3: I feel choosing anything but dolphin now is going <laughs> to be like everything Less than a dolphin sucks <laughs> So She's like, a ladybug. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go with dolphin. Um, you
0: really sold it. <laughs> we could be in a pod together. Yeah, you
3: sold it. You know what's so dolphin. funny?
2: Uh, wait, are you guys? I'm just curious. You're a horoscope sign. Could I ask mm-hmm. what you guys are? Yeah. Are you a water sign, Dana?
0: I'm not. I'm actually a fire I'm sign. Not. I'm a Leo. And uh, I'm she, a Scorpio a, is a water sign as a Scorp. Mm-hmm
2: nice yeah i'm a cancer full oh, cancer crab
0: i love
3: um, cancers. yeah my
2: uh reincarnation animal is an orca I'm obsessed <gasps> i want to get the freaking orca tattoo on my chest I oh my love gosh so much. oh my gosh
0: yes yeah. i feel that yeah. for you
2: <sighs> and then i want to um ask one last question we like to leave the low lifers on some sort of a high note so if you could give us a nice little quote something you like to live by words that have inspired you. It could be from your own life or a quote from somebody else. But if you could leave uh, the low lifers with some words to live by, a little quote from each of you, that would be awesome.
3: Yes. Yeah, so my quote is be a dive in bitch. Like dive into <laughs> life. Be a dive in bitch. Like shed your fear, yeah. shed your conditioning. If you decide that this is what's right for you, dive in. Like be your own authority in life it's not your time to dip your toes in the water in this life. Like this life is asking you to trust yourself fiercely and be a dive in bitch.
2: Mm -hmm. Ah, Love that.
0: Mm -hmm. And mine is uh, a quote that we came up with and we actually use like in our, in our business. And it is the deeper you go, the higher you rise. And I really love that because we all want to rise. We all want to succeed. We all want to like experience that joy and est- aesthetic energy, but we're afraid to go deep into the shadows. We're afraid to really feel our shit. We're afraid to really look at things. And the, the deeper you let yourself go, that is the catalyst that helps you rise. So for me, it's always like, mm. you know, allowing those both and knowing that that expansion is on both sides of that, that spectrum.
2: Oh yeah, it is so good. Thank you guys so much for coming on the Low Life Podcast. I appreciate it so much. I want to let people know where they can find you on social media. I'll link everything on the episode. Um, But if you guys want to just give your Instagram handle or your website, because I know people are going to want to definitely have a little reading moment with you, myself included. Um, But where can people find you, Quain, At
3: Yes. So our Instagram is called at Dayluna. Um, our website's daylunalife.com. And our podcast is the Dayluna Human Design Podcast. So you can find all of the different offerings on any of those platforms and choose how you want to dive in.
2: Ah, Awesome. All right. Well, it was so nice to meet you guys. Thank you so much for coming on and giving up your time and amazing energy. And I know you only have about an hour and 45 minutes left in each of you. So we're going to just end it there. <laughs> I really appreciate it, you guys. Thank you. you. You're amazing. Like, I'm so fascinated by all of this. I love it.
0: Thank yeah, you thanks so for much having for us. having us. You have the most beautiful energy and spirit. Like it's been so fun to connect wow. with you. And just looking at your chart, we know that you are inspiring and impacting so many people and you are so full of life and love. So thank you so much for having us. It was Aww. a joy. There's nowhere else we'd rather be spending this third of our work day.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Low Life Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it we got some great shows coming in hot for you in the next few weeks. Some cute little holiday episodes. We have Jason coming in for an episode. Uh, maybe that's a two-parter, actually. Oh, and then Elliot Knight is going to be back. We're going to do an episode together. Um, So that will be coming out, I think, next week is Elliot Knight. So that's, a, again, probably a two-parter there, too. So I um, cannot wait for you guys to hear that. I just want to take a moment and say thank you. Gracias from the bottom of my spicy little heart to each and every single listener. That takes the time to not only listen to this podcast, but actually rate, subscribe, and review it on Apple Podcasts. It helps so much. And I say this all the time because it's one of the things you can do, especially for a up-and-comer little shit show, like the low-life podcast that's very new to the game. For us to continue to put out shows, free content for you every single week, uh, we can do that because of your support. And the best way you can support this podcast is by, again, leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and, of course, supporting the sponsors that we have using those low-life ad codes. That helps a lot, too, because sponsors keep us afloat. And the Apple Podcast reviews are the fuel for the metaphorical low-life engine uh, that's still going strong. So thanks to you for doing that. I will never take my listeners for granted. Time is precious, And I always want to make sure you're getting the best shows. And I put a lot of love into these episodes, And I'm just so beyond appreciative and grateful that we're building this little pod community, this little low life pod and it feels very familial. And I've gotten to meet some of you and get to know a lot of you through DMS on Instagram and also the Facebook group, the low life Facebook group. So thank you for reaching out. I love hearing from you. And if I haven't gotten back to you yet, it's not because I'm ignoring you or anything like that. It's <laughs> it's actually because Instagram, when I updated my phone, it just cleared my DM. So I lost a ton of them. So again, if you've sent a DM, you've resent it, you could resend it again uh, because I am going through DMS and actually responding to people. So thank you for taking the time to do that. That. And also, again, leaving that review on Apple Podcasts. I read each and every single review, and it could be anything you want it to be. That review could be a freaking little avocado, throw a little dick emoji my way, couple unicorns, a little salsa dancer, like anything you want. Or you can actually write a review, which a lot of people do. And the more the better. So thank you for taking the time to do that. And I wanted to show my gratitude to my lowlifers. So I'm opening up the life gifting closet. That's right. Who doesn't love some free shit? especially for the holidays, we're all giving gifts to people. So even if it's not something you would want, it's the perfect little re-gift, <laughs> my gift to you. It could be someone's re-gift. But the gifts I have are amazing. And I'm opening up the little low-life gifting suite with some hyaluronic serums, some products I'm obsessed with, gifts from our sponsors, things I love from Amazon. I bought a bunch of stuff. And I'm putting it all together and picking people at random in the review section of Apple podcast. So please leave your IG handle in your actual review, because I'll be picking people and sliding into your DMS, getting your address and sending you a little something, something from the low life podcast. You're going to get a gift in the mail. So again, if you want a chance to win something, just leave your IG handle in the actual review. And I want to shout out some listeners who have taken the time to write some beautiful reviews. All right, first one up comes from Chloe Marie, C-H-L-O-3 Marie. Chloe Marie writes, highlight of my week, five stars, always chuckling awkwardly to myself in public when this podcast is on. Love the genuine content, comedy, and real talk with the queen. My favorite story to share with friends is Lowe's confession of skydiving. Oh <laughs> god, It's the worst. Um, I often laugh to myself randomly when I think of this story too. Thanks Lowe for amazing content. Chloe Marie, I am so glad you're listening and can find some joy in one of the most embarrassing moments of my miserable life. (laughs) All right, next review comes from Laken Moller. Oh, what a cool name. Laken, it's L A I K Y N Moller, M O H L E R, Laken or Lichen, Laken or Lichen. Love the name. Okay, here we go. Laken or Lichen writes, All the Colts, five stars. Lo, because of you, I have become borderline obsessed with (laughs) Colts. Oh, shit. Ever since your Nexium episode, it's a blessing and a curse, but I love the pod, so you never fail to make me smile. I'm a COVID nurse still going through it, and your pod makes me smile on my hardest days, so thank you for the small ray of sunshine you give me. I truly feel like we're besties. Love you, King. Heart, a crown, keep shining bright with a little rainbow and a dick emoji, eggplant. (laughs) Oh, you healthcare hero. Thank you so much for that queen. I appreciate it so much. And I love me a good cult too. The low life podcast. That's a bit of a cult, right? (laughs) Yeah. feels like this is a cult too. And I love it. I am here for it. Uh, If anyone has any cult documentary recommendations, please DM them to me. I always love uh, watching that sort of thing. It's just fascinating to me. I mean, there's a lot of them out there. So anyway, I'm glad I can get you hooked on that cult live lake and I'll do a deep dive into some other really good cult documentaries. Um, I've had some great recommendations. So yeah, we'll dive into more cults uh, coming up soon. Yeah, perfect for the holidays. Nothing says Merry Christmas more than a good cult documentary podcast. <laughs> All right, we have time for one more review and this one's coming in hot from Megalyn Tamayo. Megalyn Tamayo uh, and her IG handle is At Boom Megatron, (laughs) B-O-O-M-M-E-G-A-T-R-O-N, Boom Megatron, Megan Tamayo writes, a poem, five stars. Oh, here we go. Roses are red. Low is never blue. Just listen to the pod and you'll smile too. Oh, so sweet. I love listening to this podcast. Lots of smiles and laughs to be had. Low will make your day every time. Let the low take you higher. Yes, Queen. Thank you for that beautiful little poem. And yeah, even though it is the low life, our main objective here is to get you feeling higher. Yeah. And if we could do that through some laughs, some great interviews, good conversation, some edibles, whatever you might need to get you through the day. (laughs) I'm glad I could help in any sort of way. Uh, Thank you for that beautiful review. I appreciate you, Queen. And on that note, I hope you have a beautiful weekend ahead. Maybe enjoy some pumpkin spice, a little latte or a pumpkin loaf. Treat yourself to a manicure, perhaps. Maybe pour yourself a nice big glass of wine, but don't forget to drink your water too that. Because <laughs> I know you're thirsty. <laughs> we love, love you. you, and we're out. <laughs> Bye. Bye guys. Keep it over, <laughs>